0: Well, good evening, church. Sarah and I were saying, we kept saying good morning to people out here. And uh, welcome online. Uh, If I haven't introduced myself, my name is Brad. I'm one of the staff pastors. And this is Sarah, one of our worship leaders here at the church. And um, we want to just welcome you. Welcome on Good Friday as we um, have a time of contemplation. Um, Many times we come with a Monday, Thursday, or Good Friday very somberly. And... There's some need for that, um, but tonight I'm going to invite you to kind of gravitate your your thoughts um, toward a couple different aspects of, of what God has done over time, and if you're at home, we're going to be taking communion tonight, so please um, grab your elements while you're at home. We're going to have a little bit of time here. I'm going to do some teaching, and then uh, we'll have some worship, and then some teaching, and then some worship, and uh, for you folks that are here on the side coves, um, if you're potentially, you know... I'm not ready to take communion from the passing of the tray. There's some elements that are in the side coves that you guys can grab and um, if you're a little COVID-conscious in, in, in that regard. So feel free to grab that, and then our, our deacons and ushers will be grabbing the communion and passing the plate here soon. So. But um, let's open in a word of prayer, and then I want to encourage you through some, some, through some Scripture and uh, what God has done over time. So Heavenly Father, we, uh, we come tonight on this Good Friday, Uh, remembering that you have sent your son and that he had been brutally uh, beaten and mocked and scorned over the last 24 hours and ultimately was placed on a cross and put to death and placed into a tomb. And tonight, in many ways, we come um, somberly uh, remembering what you have done on behalf of us. But Lord, I also want to come in celebration knowing, Lord, that you have overcome the grave, that you are seated on high, that you are good. And as we gather um, here in this place, around the world, maybe we tune in in a couple weeks to this this message, Uh, we just pray, Lord, that uh, our hearts would be prepared before you, knowing, Lord, that you are worthy of of double honor, triple honor. We want to come and bring you all the praise. And uh, we love you, Lord. We thank you for the gift of music. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the gift of the church that we can come and proclaim together uh, the blood of Christ and enter into your throne room of grace. And Lord, we honor you and we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we dive into music wise, I, I want to kind of turn back time. Um, all of us, or most of us, and maybe somebody's in here never heard the stories of the Old Testament. And as we open up the Old Testament, we find that. Um, they lived in a very peculiar time, uh, times when God would open up the earth maybe and swallow hundreds of people. Or there'd be a time where we find that maybe Adam, we read the story of Adam and Eve as they walk through the garden with the Lord hand in hand. Or we uh, hear the story of Moses as he um, encounters all these different plagues that come on, on Egypt, locusts and boils and lice and flies and and ultimately the the death of the firstborn the hand of god coming in and killing the firstborn uh, of egypt and he tells these people to 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 sacrifice a lamb and if you didn't know they they took the blood and he said to put it over the doorpost and then the the angel of death would pass by them or maybe you you want to turn back to time and and think about um samson Samson was that, that strong hero in the Old Testament, and God endowed him with power, ultimately for his glory to be a judge of Egypt. I mean, excuse me, a judge of Israel. Or maybe the story of Jacob. We find that he wrestled with God. Think about that. You, you, are you ready to wrestle with God? And God kind of touches his hip and makes him crippled the rest of his life. Or maybe uh, the story of Abraham and Sarah as they waited somewhat of 100 years. For their firstborn child of Isaac to be born. Fast forwarding in time, we find then that we have the kings. We have David and Solomon and Saul. And, and we find that a remarkable thing happens. God tells his people, I want you to make me a temple. A temple made of hands that uh, was elaborate. I would love to have seen it. Picture it. Picture it in your mind that there was the redwoods of Lebanon, that they brought the ornate woods and the, the fashions of gold and silver. And in this place resided the very presence of God. For us, as we sit here tonight, you know, many times we think that this is a holy place. This is just a building. But back then there was what was called the Shekinah glory of God. Like, literally, you could not enter certain places in this temple. People would come from all over the place. They would come on the Day of Atonement, the Yom Kippur, what they called it. And they would come, and it's estimated that they would sacrifice like a million animals. Okay, you're going to take the pilgrimage with me. You live down in Timbuktu, a thousand miles away. You need to make this pilgrimage once a year to Jerusalem, to the temple. And here we're going to bring my little pigeons or my goat or my lamb that is the best that I have. That's what God called you to bring. And there were these priests that would take your lamb. They would slaughter your lamb. Be bl- it would be blood everywhere. A million animals. A million. That's like I don't know how many live in, Sac- in Sacramento or San Francisco. A million. There was blood shed everywhere. They had rivers of blood coming everywhere. It's a gnarly thing that they ha- would have to do every year. And that gnarliness pointed to our need of, of a savior, a spotless lamb. But even with that, when we find that these people, the priests, for example, they had all these rituals that they had to do. They had to be in white linen. They had to do the special washings. They had to do this or that or this or that. It kind of reminds me very much of, of a works system in today's culture, right? We're saved by grace and not by works. But many times we, we, we look that we need to have this ritual, that we have to do these things. And there was one guy named the high priest that would go into this 30 by 30 little, little building, pretty much like the size of this room. Maybe it was covered by this veil that was four inches thick. So even with that veil, like even if I had a glimpse into the temple and I peeked in with my eyes and I looked into the back and I saw the Holy of Holies, I couldn't even see through the veil. And it was a barrier between you and me. It was a barrier between the Jewish people and their God. They had to have an intercessor. They had to have a priest go in for them. And for you and me that were Gentiles, we were up creek without a paddle. We were not even allowed into these certain sections that the Jewish people were allowed into. And that's where this system failed, you know, literally in two different ways. One, with its efficiency to cover sin. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 2 said, Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins or no forgiveness of sins. That's why there was a bloodbath. That's why there was so much blood that had to be shed for the covering of those Old Testament saints. Gnarly situation. Hebrews chapter 10 says, For it is impossible, though for the blood of bull and goats to take away sins. It was a temporary covering. It was what ultimately pointed to what we are celebrating tonight, our spotless lamb. Lastly, it was limited in, in relation. I had mentioned already that each of us are Gentiles. There might be some Jewish people that are in our room. But even if you are a Jew now, you're probably your, your blood is not pure. You're not a pure Jew. You're probably mixed with... Russian and whatever back then like you had to be a pure Jew or you had to be a convert a proselyte and there was that veil only that one guy could go in and if he wasn't pure we hear the stories that he was he was put to death zapped and he had this rope on his 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 ankle that they would pull him out Andy you're up next all right buddy you're gonna go in and atone for the people's sins Colossians chapter 1 verse 21 says, Once you were alienated from God and were enemies, hostile in mind, doing evil. But the hope then comes. Hosea chapter 2 verse 23. If you have your Bibles, you're welcome to turn to these. Hosea chapter 2 verse 23 says, I will say to not my people, you are my people and I shall say, you are my God. That's a direct promise for you and me. That's amazing that God said, you know what? A hundred, a few hundred years prior, I'm going to prophesy and say that people around the world, the Gentiles, will be what is called grafted in. Grafted is a big word. Sometimes maybe you're a pruner or you've heard of this word grafting, but let's say you had a, a apple tree and you can cut off a limb, and you can make it a certain way, and then you can grab an orange tree, an orange branch that's alive, and cut it a certain way, and you stick it in, and then you wrap it around, and you, you basically make an ornate tree, an apple orange, whatever that might be. That's how we get like, uh, what's an example of crossbreeding these days? A plump plum cot, you know, or, or something. Those are amazing, by the way. But grafted in, you are grafted into the promises of God in that arena that, that we are not only left to our own demise, but he has taken us and he said, you know what? I'm no longer, you are no longer an enemy, but you are a friend. You are no longer an alien, but you are mine. You are my children. You are my bride. And we find that in that temple on this night, 2,000 odd years ago, the veil was torn. Amen, right? The veil was torn, four inches thick, excuse the spray, four inches thick, but was torn from top to bottom, representing that you can enter into the presence of God and you do not need anyone else. Amen? What a promise that Jesus has come. And, and I don't want to sit here tonight and I've been, I was thinking about this all day. That so many times we come on a good Friday with our heads low, somber, a- about our sin maybe of the week. No, your sin was put on the cross and it was forgiven from now until eternity. We are cleansed. We are not sacrificing our Jesus on a cross again. He, it, it's finished. I was thinking about that. He literally said, it is finished and he gave up the ghost. What an amazing promise. Yes, we come, and yes, we're going to have a time of confession, but, but church, we have the, the hope of pardon. You are pardoned from your sin. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you are here tonight and you are a believer knowing that Jesus has died for your sins, he rose again in victory, and you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that you will be saved and we come together rejoicing tonight, knowing that he is good and that he is deserving of your praise and that he is deserving of all your honor and your words and your actions and your thoughts, we come today to proclaim that Jesus is Lord, that He is good. And may you be reminded as the Psalmist says here Happy are those transgression excuse me, happy are those whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered, happy are those to whom the Lord imputes no iniquity and whose spirit there is no deceit. While I keep silence, my body wasted away through my groanings all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and I did not hide my iniquity. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all who are faithful, offer prayer to you. May that be an encouragement to you. As we come, we know that we have access. We have access to the creator of the universe. And as we sing these next few songs, first, again, use this time, these first couple songs, as a time of confession. We all blow it. First John says that if we say we have no sin, the truth is not in us. We all blow it. We all fall short of the glory of God. But what's great is, is that God has forgiven yesterday's sin, today's sin, tomorrow's sin, the sin that I'm going to have 30 years from now. You are cleansed. May we seek the Lord as Jeremiah says in Jeremiah 29:13, you will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, So let's sing these next few few songs, reminding that you are pardoned, that you are forgiven. Let's point our eyes toward the cross, knowing that our sin was placed on on him. But again, celebrate knowing that you are free. For if the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. Let's sing together, friends. You're welcome to stand. It's kind of easier for Sarah and I to kind of stay seated, but you're welcome to join in worship to raise your hands in adoration. Your songs in praise to kneel maybe at the altar. Let's join in worship. Man of sorrows. Man of sorrows, Lamb of God by his own betrayed the sin of men and wrath of God has been on Jesus' slave. We sing Silent, Silent as he stood up, Jews, beaten, marks and scorned. To the Father's will He took a crown of thorns Oh, that rugged cross Oh, that rugged cross My salvation Where your love poured out over me Now my soul cries out Hallelujah! Praise and honor to Thee, Son of Heaven, Son of Heaven, God's own Son, to purchase and redeem and reconcile. The very ones Who nailed him to that tree We thank you for that cross, Jesus Oh, that rugged Oh, that rugged cross cross, My salvation salvation, Where your love poured out out over me me. Now my my soul cries out Hallelujah, praise and honor to Thee. This is our promise, friends. Now my debt is paid. It is paid in full by the precious blood that my Jesus spilled. Now the curse of sin has no hold on me. When the sun sets, free, oh, it's free and Now my debt is paid. It is paid in full by the precious blood that my Jesus spilled. Now the curse of sin has no hold on me. In the we always free, oh, free That was a little high there. Oh, that rugging! Oh, that rugged cross, my salvation. Where Your love poured out over me, now my soul cries out, Hallelujah and honor unto Thee. We have the hope of verse 4. See the stone is rolled away. Behold the empty tomb. Hallelujah, God be praised. He's risen from the grave Just your voices, church Hold that rugged cross, my salvation Where your love poured out over me Now my soul cries out, hallelujah and on. I hear, and I hear the Savior say thy strength indeed is small, child of weakness, watch and pray, find in me thine all in all Cause Jesus faded oh All to Him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. But now, Lord, now indeed I find Thy power, and Thine alone can change the leprous spot. And melt the heart of stone Cause Jesus paid it all All to Him I owe Sin had left a crimson stain He washed it by the snow When, and when before the throne I stand in Him complete Jesus died my soul to save My lips shall still repeat Cause Jesus paid it all All to him I owe Sin had left a crimson stain He washed it white as snow We sing this together, friends. Oh, praise the one. Oh, praise the one who paid my debt and Raise a life up from the dead. Oh, praise, praise the one who paid my, my debt, debt, debt and raise a life debt up debt from the dead. Oh, praise the one who paid my debt and raises life up from the dead. Oh, praise the one who paid my dead debt. And Raise life up, up from the dead Cause Jesus Cause Jesus, Jesus paid it all, all All to him I owe Sin had left a crimson stain He washed it white as, as he washed. No He washed it white as snow. One more time. He washed it white as snow. Hey friends, you may have a seat. If I can invite the the deacons and the ushers to come and um, to distribute our communion. And the Apostle Paul admonishes us in in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, he says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And again, like if we wind back time, um, you guys can go ahead and distribute, and then as I'm talking, please. Um, We wind back time, we find that we have the Passover. And the Passover had all these different elements. It had wine, it had bitter herbs it had unleavened bread it had an egg it had all these different things but then we forward um, a couple thousand years to Jesus sitting at the communion table with his disciples and he takes two of those elements and they're celebrating the Passover and he he takes two of them and he says um, with this this uh, bread it's going to be representing my body that was broken on your behalf this week, uh, take a mental note. Maybe you turn to Isaiah chapter 53, and it talks about the the Savior that was going to be broken on our behalf. We don't have time this evening to read that whole passage, but it's, a, it's amazing to find that God, through his foreknowledge and, and knowing that we would have this piece of Scripture, saying that he would be pierced for our iniquity and, and broken for our shame, and that we'd be healed by his stripes and... and what an amazing passage but then he says take this cup and drink it and remember to me this is my blood that would be shed pointing back to the millions of lambs and doves and goats that were slain he is our spotless lamb he is our priest he is the one that comes and, and, and has put his life a ransom for you and for me. But what's amazing is, is that it was accepted. And that's what we're going to celebrate in a couple days. And that he now sits at the right hand of the Father and intercedes for you and me on our behalf. I'm going to sing this next song. Um, some of you may know it. It's um, going to be more acapella, but were you there? A reminder of the cross. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? were you there when they nailed him to the tree and oh sometimes it causes me to tremble 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 were you there when they nailed him to the tree Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble were you there when they laid him in the tomb this last verse together were you there were you there when he rose up from the dead were you there when he rose up from the dead oh, It causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when he rose up from the dead? Hey friends, can you uh, grab me, Mike, can you grab two for us please? So as we we take this tonight, you guys, in a remembrance of what he's done for us, and his body makes his body represented in this cracker you can see the pierced holes that were in it and representing of his his hands and his feet that were pierced on on your on our behalf excuse me so maybe take this together let me take this Lord, we thank you for that broken body. The Lord, without it, we ultimately would not be healed. We would not ultimately um, have a relationship with you. We thank you that you were the spotless Lamb, and we come before you and thank you that your your blood was shed on our behalf. And we remember this. Let's take it together, friends. What a beautiful thing. His body broken on our behalf. As we contemplate and prepare our hearts, and we bow before Him, casting our idols, our sin, knowing that He has the victory, we bow. We bow our hearts. We bend our knees. Holy oh, Spirit, come make us humble. We turn our eyes from evil things. O oh Lord, we cast down our idols. Give us clean hands. Give us pure hearts. Let us not lift our souls to another. Give us clean hands. Give us pure hearts Let us not lift our souls to another We sing, we bow We bow our hearts We bend our knees O Spirit, come make us humble we turn our eyes from evil things. O oh Lord, we cast down our idols. Give us clean heads, Give us pure hearts. Let us not lift our souls to another. Give us clean heads, Give us pure hearts. Let us not lift our souls to another. And God, let us be a generation that seeks, that seeks your face, O oh God of Jacob. And God, let us be a generation that seeks, seeks your face, O oh God of jacob let's do that one more time the verse and the chorus we bow just your voices church we bow our hearts we bend our knees oh spirit come make us humble we turn our eyes From evil things. Oh Lord, we cast down our idols. So give us clean hands. Give us pure hearts. Let us not lift our souls to another. Give us clean hands. Give us pure hearts. Let us not lift our souls to another. And God, let us be a generation that seeks, that seeks your face. Oh, God of change. One more time. And God, let us be a generation that seeks, Face, oh Lord, we thank you for your goodness, for your grace. Friends, you may have a seat. We've turned our attention to the sacrifice, but ultimately we need to kind of picture what that sacrifice meant. It had to be holy, pure, spotless. That's where I want to turn our attention. He is worthy because he is holy. Many people may argue, what is the greatest attribute of God? Maybe you're thinking, maybe it's his love. Maybe it's his his omniscience, or that he's all-powerful, that he's just, that he's good. The list can go on and on. And I I would encourage you to to maybe take a study of his holiness. Because without his holiness, if he wasn't perfect, All those other things would crumble. His holiness. It's mentioned 43 times of holiness. 544 times of holy. The holiness of God 11 times. It's a major theme throughout the Bible. Josh McDowell, he's an apologist and a writer. Um, Let me read this quote from him. He says, so obey God because you are his children. Don't slip back into your old ways of doing evil. You didn't know any better then. But now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God is, who chose you to be his children, is holy. For he himself has said, you must be holy because I am holy. Our God is holy. His character is perfect in every way. His moral excellence is the absolute standard of integrity and ethical purity. God's supreme holiness is, Um, infinitely sets him apart from his creation. As we meditate on God's supreme holiness, we cannot help being overcome with a sense of awe. The psalmist tells us, Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. King Solomon writes, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. To fear God does not mean to be afraid of him, but to have a reverent respect for his magnificent greatness and unlimited authority. The Bible instructs us, serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. You have been set apart for God to be holy rather than reflecting the opinions and attitudes of this sinful world. You are to reflect the beauty of his holiness, but you can be holy only by placing your faith in Jesus Christ. As the holiness of God works into the fabric of your being, you will become sensitive to sin and learn to abhor it as God does. What is your view of God's holiness? Is it small? Is it great? Is it grand? As we remember tonight, yes, He died for you, but yes, he is holy, and yes, he is seated on high. I think of Moses as he goes into the presence of God and comes out, and his face was just like beaming. You know, I go back into the back, holy, holies, and I come out here, and we don't need any lights. It's just like, whoa, crazy. And he didn't even get a a glimpse of God. It was like the back side of his robe. What an amazing sight. Richard Lentz, he's a a theological um, professor at Gordon-Conwell. He says, God's holiness both separates but also bridges the enormous moral gulf between the creator and the creature. God's holiness is manifested in Jesus, the perfect sacrifice raising from the dead on Easter morning, but also through the coming of the Holy Spirit which indwells us. God has bridged the gap. Not only can we enter into the holy of holies, but we, therefore, now are the temple of God. And if, if you opened up Isaiah chapter 6, it talks about the cherubim and how they say, holy, holy, holy. And I always wondered, like, why is it a triple tag? And just doing some studying, like, the, the Jewish people would, would use double or triple words to give emphasis And holiness of God is the only thing in the whole Bible that says holy, holy, holy. May we come in reverence to him. In fact, the old hymn says, um, if you want to put that up, Dan, let's say this together. We're not going to sing it, we're just going to say it together. Okay. Holy, 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 Lord God almighty, early in the morning my song shall rise to thee. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, God in three persons, blessed trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all in one, encompass holiness. The lyrics from a new song that just recently came out, it's, uh, Is He Worthy? And it comes out of Revelation chapter 5, but it asks this question. It says, Is anyone worthy? Is anyone whole? Is anyone able to break the seal and open the scroll? The Lion of Judah who conquered the grave, he was David's root and the Lamb who died to ransom the slave. Is he worthy? Is he worthy of all blessing and honor and glory Is he worthy of this? He is. Amen? Let's sing this next song together as we uh, proclaim of his greatness. Mm -hmm. Worthy is. Worthy is. Song to Him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. With all creation I sing. Praise to the King of Kings. You are my everything, and I will adore you. A golden rainbow. sin in honor strength and glory and power be to you the only wise holy holy holy, holy so lord god almighty who was and is and is to come with all creation i sing praise to the King of kings. You are my everything, and I will adore you. We will adore you. We will adore you. Last verse together, friends. Filled with wonder, awestruck struck wonder at the mention of Your name, Jesus. Your name is power, breath, and living water. Such a marvelous mystery Holy, holy, holy Is the Lord God Almighty Almighty. Who was and is and and is to come With all creation I sing Praise to the the King of kings You are my everything and I will adore you. One more time, just your voices. We sing Holy. Holy, holy, holy is it's the Lord God, God Almighty who was and is and is, and is to come. With all creation I sing, praise to the King of kings. You are my everything, and I will adore you. Lord Jesus, in you alone, our hope is found. Alone, my hope is found he is my line my strength my song This cornerstone this solid crown firm through the fiercest trial and so what heights of love what depths of peace when fears are still when striving cease my comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in hell. helpless babe, this gift of love and righteousness. In the ground his body lay, light of the world by darkness slain, then bursting forth in glorious day. Up from the grave he rose again. And as he stands in victory, sin's curse has lost its grip on me. Him his and he is mine bought with the precious blood of Christ we have no fear no guilt in life no fear in death this, this is, is the power, power of Christ, Christ in me from life's first cry till My final breath Jesus commands my destiny. No power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand till he returns and calls me home. Here in the power of Christ I stand friends may have a seat. That's good stuff, huh? And that's where we're going to end tonight. Not with that song, but with the coming of our King. We are not here without hope, as some may seem, you know, but we know that our Savior is coming back to get us. In fact, he tells us in John chapter 14, He says, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have not told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. First Thessalonians. Chapter 4 says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. What a promise! Anticipating his return could be any moment could be another thousand years from now, but in our hearts, we are ready. Are you ready? That is the question. There's so many in our world right now that have no hope. They have no hope whatsoever because they do not have Jesus. Maybe you're here tonight and you're like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to figure out what, how to navigate this world. Jesus says that come to me. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and you will be saved. Jesus, Jesus is calling. If you have your Bible, turn with Reve- to Revelation chapter 19. I want to peer into heaven real quick. Revelation chapter 19. This is what we get to look forward to. This is headed in my Bible, the marriage supper of the Lamb starting in verse 6, 19, verse 6. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters and like the sound of a mighty peals of thunder crying out. Will you guys say this with me? Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exalt and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. It has granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. Oh, man, what an amazing sight. Picture it. Everybody is in white linen, proclaiming this before the throne of God, before the glassy sea, before the the golden streets. And then he says, For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. An angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, You must, do, um, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant, and you and your brothers who hold to the testimony of Jesus worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And it's an amazing thing as as we look at that passage, just peering, just getting a glimpse of why Jesus came, why he was brutally beaten and murdered and put on a cross, but more importantly, why he rose from the dead and conquered the grave for you and me that we may inherit eternal life. What a blessing. I want to read this this prayer to you as we we close. We have two more songs we're going to sing, but it says this. The Lord Jesus who calls us to worship him today is the same Jesus who refused the temptation to worship the evil one. Rather than receive the glorious kingdoms of this world, he endured the shame of the cross, and today is Lord of Lord and King of Kings. Now we gathered in him all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, glory and power, With the saints of all ages we say, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength. He is deserving of our lives. He is deserving of our honor. May we look to him for wisdom and guidance as we navigate this world and anticipate his coming. Amen? Let's join in song as we sing these last two songs, as we exalt him, and as we welcome the Lion of Judah, the Lamb that was slain on our behalf. It goes like this. He is exalted, the King is exalted on high. I will praise Him he is exalted forever exalted and i will praise his name for he is the lord for he is the lord forever his truth shall reign heaven and earth Rejoice in his holy name. He is exalted, exalted. the King King is exalted exalted on high. I'm going to sing that again, church. He He is exalted, exalted. the King King is exalted exalted. on high. I will praise him. He is exalted forever, exalted, and I will praise his name for he is the lord forever his truth shall reign heaven and earth rejoice in his holy name he is exalted. The King is exalted on high. Just your is that last time. For He is the Lord. Forever His truth shall reign. Heaven and earth rejoice in His holy name. He is exalted. The King is exalted on high. Amen. Let's sing this last song together, church. He's coming. He's coming on the clouds. Kings and kingdoms will bow down. And every chain will break. His broken hearts declare His praise For who can stop the Lord Almighty? Our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah He's roaring with power and fighting our battles Every knee will bow before Him Our God is the Lamb, the Lamb that was slain For the sin of the world His blood breaks the chains Every knee will bow before The lion and the lamb Every knee will bow before him We celebrate, we open up the gates So open up the gates Make way before the king of Our God who comes to save Is here to set the captives free For who can stop the Lord Almighty Our God is the Lion The Lion of Judah He's roaring with power And fighting our battles Every knee will bow before Him Our God is the Lamb The Lamb that was slain For the sin of the world His blood breaks the chains Every knee will bow before the Lion and the Lamb Every knee will bow before Him Who can stop? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord? Who can stop the Lord almighty? Who can stop the Lord? Who can stop the Lord almighty? Who can stop the one more time to get the church? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord? Our God. Our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah. He's roaring with power and fighting our battles. Every knee will bow before Him. Our God is the Lamb, the Lamb that was slain. For the sin of the world, His blood breaks the chains. Every knee will bow before the Lion and the Lamb. Every knee will bow before Him. Can we sing that one more time? Shout it out, church our god is the lion the lion of judah he's roaring with power and fighting our battles every knee will bow before him our god is the lamb the lamb that was slain for the sin of the world his blood breaks the chains Every knee will will bow bow before before the lion and the lamb. Every knee will bow before him. May we bring him praise. Lord Jesus, yes, we come to be able to confess our sins, to lift our hands in adoration and surrender to you, Lord. But, Lord, we come because you are holy. We come because you are good and worthy. We thank you for your sacrifice for us. We thank you that you are seated on high and that one day, one day, Lord, we will see you face to face. And until that time, may we be on mission for you, proclaiming of your goodness being there for our neighbors, sharing the good news of the gospel, Lord, that you have come to save sinners such as us and that we are indeed are now saints that occasionally sin. And Lord, we love you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Blessings to you guys. Remember, uh, Sunday, 8.30, 10.30, I would say get here early. For those of you that are uh, call SBC home, Please try and carpool. There's going to be a lot of people here. So um, we'll see you then. God bless you. Take care.